this is the Exploring Happiness podcast. Let's get happier together. Hello, hello, hello. Here it is a very nice and sunny day, spring day. It's a lovely, lovely day. I hope you have a lovely day too. So today I'm going to talk about another book. So last time I talked about Gretchen Rubin's The Happiness Project, which really inspired me to take action on my happiness and gave me a blueprint how to tackle each month at a time. This week I'm going to present The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. I read that book last year. It's one of these books which kind of you read them and you're like okay this is a life-changing book maybe in my case it was more because my life was changing already I was on a cancer journey and did chemo at that time and had to rethink life because I couldn't continue like that so this book was more confirming me in a lot of ways than necessarily changing my life but the confirmations felt life-changing I don't know if that makes sense but that's how I felt so I'm not going to present many books in this podcast, I think. <laughs> I don't plan to do that, but this one is quite a big one. I'm going to start this introduction by just reading the, what's on the back of the book. Between life and death, there is a library, she said. And within that library, the shelves go on forever. Every book provides a chance to try another life you could have lived, to see how things would be if you had made other choices. Would you have done anything different if you had the chance to undo your regrets? And there's a spoiler alert. I'm trying not to go really deep into it. I think you can still read it, but I might disclose one or two things which you wouldn't know otherwise. I'm just going to put little spoiler alerts when I'm going to say something which, which you might not want to listen to. So this book is about a girl, Nora. I actually like the name Nora, Nora in um, German. And she's really not happy with her life. She's made some choices she really regrets. So this book is about regrets. And she, she doesn't really see why she should continue living. So spoiler alert, she commits suicide. I can't really lay out the rest of the book if I don't say that. And it's really in the beginning. So it doesn't come as a huge surprise. She commits suicide and she ends up in this in between life and death where she is in a library. And that library is full of books, as libraries are. And I already told you by reading the back of the book that this library is a special library. All the books in that library are about Nora's life, how if she had chosen differently, she made it one decision slightly different, how her life would have been then. So there, it could have been big decisions, could have been small decisions. And every book is about how her life would have been different. And she can get into that book. So she can get into, you know, open a book and then live that life. So she tries on all these lives. So Nora had been, I think, a good swimmer so, uh, in, in, in school. And she had chances to uh, pursue that further. And she also was in a band. Then she had a boyfriend, get, got engaged. And I think she, she canceled that engagement. And she's single at the time where she kills herself. And there's different things where she made life choices, also with her family, a lot of things about her brother and her parents, and I'm not going too deep into that. So she tries on these lives. She, she opens a book and suddenly she didn't stop swimming, but, you know, has continued to pursue that swimming. 
when when she finds a life which is right for her, she will keep living that. So it's kind of when she opens a book, she starts at life and if, like that's her life. That's what she wants to continue. Like intuitively, she will continue it. But if it doesn't feel right, she will get back to the library and then get to try out another life. And every time she tries on a life where she had made a different decision, maybe kept singing and become famous with that or kept uh, being with that boyfriend, with her fiancé. Something doesn't feel right. That is why you have to read the book. She get, gets back to the library. Spoiler alert. Even when she finds a life, which is seemingly the perfect life, she gets back to the library. Another spoiler alert. <laughs> In the end, she gets out of a library and gets back into her life. But the thing is, and I'm not going to talk about uh, that further, because that's where you have to read it. Why I think this book is so very important is that so many times we think like, oh, what, I should have really taken that decision there. Or I should have really done that. I should have taken that job. I should not have taken that job. I should have stayed with that boyfriend. I should have, whatever, should have crossed the street at that point and not at that point. But in the end, it doesn't matter. We have taken those decisions. It's the past and we can't really change that. And if we would have uh, taken the decision differently, so that is what this book is mostly about, if we would have decided differently, if we wouldn't stop that or continue that or whatever, there would be other things happening in life. And maybe taking that decision saved us from quite an unhappy other life. Important is it's not changeable. And as long as we live, and like I say, spoiler alert, <laughs> Nora lives in the end. As long as we live, we can just take more decisions and work it out from there. See what we actually want to have in our life. So, for example, that's not what happens. But, for example, if Nora goes like, but I really liked swimming. I just stopped it because of that and that. But I really like swimming. I mean, she could just go swimming again. Maybe she doesn't have a huge swimming career, but she could just introduce it back into her life. And the same with, with the band or with catching up with family members unless they're dead. She still has the chance, as long as she lives, she just still can get that back. She can't get that situation back. She can't get that point where the decision was, like, like a turning point back. But she can continue her life. And in the end, I mean, it's, it's important to think about the past. It's also important to sometimes go like, ooh, that decision, I'm not really sure if I was happy with that. I think it's about... Ooh, yeah, I wasn't happy with that. So, but that's in the past. So that's gone, done, can't change that. But what can I do? Like, how can I have that bit, which I'm now regretting, which is usually just a part of it. Maybe, you know, with swimming, maybe actually being in the water and swimming or having that fame. So like, how can I filter that part out, which I'm actually lacking or missing or where I'm regretting that that is not in my life? and introduce that into my life now, where now I have a chance to do it. That is why I like this book. I think it's a really well-written, great book. I do recommend reading it. It's quite a fast read. And if you do, let me know. You can DM, direct message me on Instagram, Facebook, or you write me an email, or you comment on my website, or under the podcast. I'm happy to hear from you. And what also would make me really happy is if you forward 
this podcast to somebody who might enjoy it. Maybe that makes them happy. And then, you know, doing things which make other people happy makes us happy too. So everybody would be happy. Isn't that great? So have a happy week. And I talk to you next week about global warming. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week when we explore more happiness together.